Is this on? Is this on? <laughs> check Am one, I two, ready? check okay. one, two. Here we go. <laughs> uh, second video program. Oh, actually, third. Okay, here we go. Well, second, because the one wasn't. <laughs> I'm not editing any of this part. No, of it. it's this not. This is the funnest part. Here it we go. Is. All right, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> this is fair and at Do the Damn Show. And this episode is sponsored by Primetime Lawn Care. And Mr. Jason Such, uh, I, you guys, I can't tell you how generous he is to us. Yes. And just what an all-around great guy he is, besides Absolutely. the fact that Primetime Lawn Care is such a great business. Listen, uh, I've seen pictures and stuff of what they've done. They're very proud to post those on social media. No job is too big. No job is too small. Uh, any kind of lawn care needs. Give them a call Monday through Saturday at 256-606-3064, but not on a Sunday because they rest on the seventh day. As I stand before you, my people, on this day of jubilant celebration, I say to you, will we find the devil in the bushes? No. He will be perched high on the peace tree, devouring the sucking of fruit from the poverty weeds they waste in the field. Welcome to Do The Damn Show. I'm your host, the tatted, the fatted, the one and only Casey Hughes. And with me as always, co-host and producer, Super Farron. That's me. I'm still not tatted and fitted. Tatted and fatted. That's right. Yeah. But, you know, hey, it's better than old tatty fatty. Yes, sir. Super <laughs> Farron is much Super better. Super Farron is much better. And we have a great special guest today, Alan. Abayan Abayan de Guzman. De Guzman. <laughs> Are you going to say, and we're back? And no. I mean, it's, it's hard. It's, after 20, we're back. Like 25 episodes of 26 episodes of we're back. Though. Yeah. 27. Wow. It's hard to not say that, but, you know, you yeah. couldn't see us before. So Yeah, was, but we're still going to put a montage in there. We're going to figure out something yeah, that, that, that. kind of fills that in there. We need a montage. That's right, dude. Yeah. A good old late 80s, early 90 montage. By the time we're done, wow. it's going to be fantastic. By the time we're done, we'll either have a really nice uh, tank that used to be a school bus, or <laughs> we'll be a world-class boxer, or yeah. how many movies were there montages? So, that's what happened in the end. So many, so yeah. many. So how was your week this week, man? Man, I say it the same way every time. I've noticed that lately. Man, yeah, this was a good week. But no, I did. I did have a really great week. Yeah, me too. I got, now, uh, my little boys were uh, had a little stomach thing going on right at the beginning of school, but, you know, God took care of us, and doctors took care of us and we're all better and uh great week that's great since you time stamped it i'm gonna time stamp it yeah you change shirts oh <laughs> man uh, have to bring uh, it up have to bring it I up i had to man but how did i time stamp it because you said the same thing in the last episode about did the, I boys. Say the boys were sick in the last yeah. episode too? <laughs> oh shoot well you know maybe they were sick for two weeks it's not evergreen material you know, maybe, when maybe you time stamp it Wow. Yeah. Now I wish I hadn't even changed my shirt in. I could you, like, you kept the same shirt on. I did. I just turned my hat around but everybody backwards. Just, oh, you did do something different. <laughs> I did. But this. everybody thinks, though, that you wear the same shirt all the time because you true. make them. You yeah, because I make you them. You made the, yep. the uh, Do the Damn Show shirts, which will be for sale at some point in time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where mine went. I had one in here. Also, go? you got one on. You're wearing it. one right here. Oh, nope. yeah. Another here you one. go. Hold that one oh, up. Oh, yeah. See, here's the back. 
These are awesome. So you got Do the Damn Show, our logo on the back. Yeah, and then yeah, spin yeah. it around, and we it's got it the on the same. front there, too. And we're going to have some other shirts, some fats on fourth shirts, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And our and our famous phrase, I was born in this church. I was born in this church. And we're going to have those. All right. Quoted yeah. by Darren well, Favis. we got to get Darren's permission. we got to yeah, get, get Darren Favis's Yeah, I'll send him an email and get him to write off. Yeah, yeah. Right off on it. Hey. Alan. Yes. So glad that you're here, man. Thank you. You know, Thank we talked you, a little bit out front, and it finally clicked. Like, I do know you. You okay. know, I do. I remember that now. Like, I do with my dad and those things. It's it's not, like, super vivid, but I do. I the, do remember that. The accent that. or what? Which one? Yeah, that's how, yeah, all of it. All of it. All, all of it. it. <laughs> no, when you said that you used to have long hair, yeah. that, that was the... That was the click for me. Let me tell you okay. something. In in the days, I'm not talking about this new resurgence of mullets. I'm not talking about these fourth <laughs> no, graders. We're talking about the I'm not OG. About, yeah, no, yeah. we're not talking about the fourth graders and the Morgan Wallens. We're talking about the real <laughs> live the show prime time of mullets. Billy this Ray man, Cyrus, achy breaky heart. This man had the mullet. The he mullet. He had the mullet. I'm talking yeah. about how tall are you, Alan? I'm five. Used to be five four. I probably you know get older. Five three. Five three. Yeah. Five four. Right. Gravity. His, his mullet. His mullet. Hey, it's a reality, his, his right? Mullet was five one. His mullet was his five mullet one. Was five one. Yes. It was awesome. Yeah, I love I it. Got a, I had a lot of date on that hair. You know. I mean, I used to go to um, uh, what do you call this? Callum College. Callum. Yeah. 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 And you know they have that thing. They train how to cut hair and all of yeah. that. Man, that's the cheapest place, right? So <laughs> they would flip coins, Casey. They would flip coins. Who's going to cut my hair? I think I had everybody a, wanted to I cut two dates there. Because you had that good hair. <laughs> On that season of my life. <laughs> I love it. He had the good hair, man. They, I they love were it. fighting for Oh, but they would keep you. Oh, can I cut your hair? No, it's her turn, you know. So that was funny, you know. Well, but so on had the, to take advantage, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On, on that other episode that we recorded way back a whole week ago when I was wearing that other shirt, <laughs> and Amy was here, and I said that Amy was like one of my oldest friends, right? Because we were <laughs> we were first through 12th grade together, right? 15 minutes So ago. Alan... <laughs> <laughs> Alan is. They said you lie, you fry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Alan is also an old friend, but yes. we weren't not since first grade because Alan came from the Philippines to here uh, in like the tenth grade, right? Last yeah. semester, and, and, yeah. Yeah, and so we were friends. He he came in in the middle of the school year. Yes, it wasn't in the beginning. It was the middle of school year. Yeah, there was a last semester, January 1986. Wasn't it tenth grade? Yeah, tenth grade. Yeah. yeah. So so let me let me lay this out for you, okay? <laughs> now. Back in that, is this a real timeline or your fake shirt timeline? No, no, no. <laughs> which, which one? Which one so is listen, this? Listen, listen. So back in those you, you days, you can tell he's okay. telling the truth because he's doing his hand, okay. right? No, oh yeah, we're on the camera too, my hands. So this was like eighty-five, okay, eighty-five, yes. eighty-four, eighty-five, and uh, at that point in time, uh, there wasn't a lot of integration. In my school, not for political reasons or on purpose, it's right. just that's who live there, right? right. Yeah. So I think um, uh, out of the whole school, seriously, I think it was you know ninety five, ninety six percent was was uh, white people. I was going to say I would not imagine that rural Danville, Alabama, has a whole <laughs> lot of Filipinos. Yeah. Well, but, but there but there weren't in it. there there was only, in nineteen eighty six. Well, yeah. and there was only I only had a couple of African American friends because there wasn't a lot uh, of yeah, uh, folks that yeah, lived there, yeah. and there wasn't any. Hispanic Mm-mm. friends there, yeah. you know, like now my kids, they got all kinds of Hispanic friends, you know, uh, going to school in West Morgan Danville. But then, so you know, Alan comes and uh, you know he, he kind of, sort of was kind of like a celebrity when he first got there. The rarity, the unicorn. <laughs> and, I, don't know, I don't know if a celebrity was wearing a pink tight well, pants. You know, that's where I'm going. <laughs> He's taking away my stuff. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, look, sorry. I think we call them culottes. I think we call them culottes, yeah. right? Culottes. So, so the pants were halfway between, and this wasn't jams, okay? Oh, if you yeah. remember jams. The pants were halfway between the knee and the ankle. They yeah. were kind of tight. Style, tight. Yeah, he wore them it's well, a okay? style. You know, I, I didn't know what to do. You know, I, yeah, because he came from. You know, <laughs> he didn't know the style yet. Yeah. He didn't take him long to adapt. Mm. That's why he had that super mullet. Yeah, which is awesome. Absolutely. Right? But Alan comes in, and he, you were just learning English. Yes, I was. Yes. Yeah. I learned how to speak English, but uh, you know, I had King James, the first Bible I ever had. Yeah. I'm like, man. I can't understand it, you know, all the thee and thou. So I had to tell my mom, tell my grandmother who raised me, you know, 
to say in the Bible, uh, in that my language, mayong uh, balita, Biblia, good news Bible. So that's how I learned to memorize the scriptures and everything. That's how I learned English, really. Seventy so percent oh, wow. of me learning English is reading to the Bible. Wow. wow. King James Bible. Yeah. That explains yeah. a lot. <laughs> Listen, Alan's mom, I never knew Alan's mom really well, but she came and spoke at our school at least once, maybe more than once, like yeah. an assembly. Mm-hmm. And this is what was awesome about her, okay? Filipino, Filipino lady, uh, learned English fr- and from just southern rural she Alabama is. folks, yes, right? Man. So she had this mix, this accent <laughs> that was so cool because it was a mix of Filipino yes. and southern draw, the southern man. Bama. It was the best. It was the best. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, phenomenal. You, yeah, if you're talking to her on the phone, if you don't know she's Filipina, I mean, you probably think she's from Alabama, you know? Yeah. Yeah, she's but line. now, but at that time, she still had the heavy Filipino accent yeah, yeah, mixed in with true, the southern draw. True, yeah. And it was like, it was awesome. It was yeah. So I have to say, I had a meeting today um, with some fellows from Canada. And I was sorely disappointed because they didn't sound, they sounded like they were from here. They never said a boot. No, no, a. no a boot or a, nothing. There was literally no different in their dialect wow. than talking to somebody from Kentucky mm. or from Tennessee, actually. I mean, it was, I was just like, oh man. You were disappointed. I was you were so for, looking forward to that. You were waiting for like takeoff, hoser. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, did bring up Tim, boot, eh? I did bring up Tim Hortons though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did get that one in there because they were talking about opportunities. I was like, yeah, but you got a lot of Tim Hortons. Listen, Alan, okay, some of my most vivid memories, 10th grade, sitting across from each other at a lunchroom table, right? And we're sitting there, and I remember we had fish one day, right? So this is 80s high school fish. So it was a square square of fried fish, right? And Alan's like, what is this? Like, it's fish. And he laughed like he thought we were making a joke, just like that. He said, "No, really." I, have no what is idea, I said, man. "Alan, it's fish." He said, "Fish? Yeah. Where's the head?" <laughs> I think it was a cardboard they cook or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I've never, I've never. We were like, why would, we were like, oh, it's a fillet. The head. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, why would we have the head on there? He said. Who eats the eye? <laughs> You're not going to eat the eye? Yeah. Uh, we were like, oh, my God, man. Yeah. This I, did a, I did a stint bartending for uh, quite some time, and I bartended at Maria Benita's and Fu Lin's for a while. And well, Fu Lin's was that. an Asian, Asian yeah. cuisine. Yeah, I and, love Fu Lin's. Yeah. you know, the, the food that you order is not the food that the cooks eat. Right. They prepare their own meals at the end of the night. Right. And I remember one night they had fish head soup, and it's basically just a bunch of fish heads and water, mm. and they just boil it. Mm-hmm. But they were in there eating the eyes. Yeah, I know how they to would pop. They would pop the no. eyes out. And it was so funny, dude, because they're Asian, right? Right. And they don't have really good English. Mm-hmm. And they would cook the traditional Asian food. Right. And then you had Hispanics that worked on the fryers, and they couldn't communicate. And oh it was always God. a drama. Oh like it was always. Oh, and so they would. One guy's name was Ming. That was his name. Yeah. Ming got really upset. At the fry cook, and they got into an argument, and so the guy picks up a uh, it was like a uh, an egg roll oh, and yeah. threw it at him, and Ming hit him in the face with oh. a wok, holy cow, oh. full of rice, oh. just right there, just bam, it was dude. Where was Sam? But, Where yeah. was Sam? Was Sam there the owner? Yeah, Sam yeah. was the owner. Yeah, and so I mean, it was just like I remember we watched that video oh. over and over and over, but I learned. Um, in that in that moment, like it doesn't matter what language you speak, frustration is frustration, <laughs> oh, yeah. and insults are insults, and it comes through in demeanor. Hey, in in, in especially nine, when it comes to food, right? especially oh, when yeah. it comes to food. Don't mess with Asia when it comes to food. Yeah. <laughs> in ninety and ninety one, and then I'll stop and we can get to some some sure. good Allen stuff, okay? But in ninety and ninety one, uh, I was in college in Cleveland, Tennessee. All right, I didn't even know that was a thing. I, yes, and I worked in this restaurant called the Gondolier, all right? It was the only restaurant in town that served alcohol. They served beer and wine. The Gondolier. It was owned by a Greek guy, Mm. but I guess he thought, you know, Cleveland, Tennessee, who's going to come eat Greek food? So he did the (laughs) Italian restaurant, and it was called the Gondolier uh, Italian and Greek cuisine, right? (laughs) So all the waiters were college guys, college kids. You know, and he would hire all these young college boys to be his waiters, and he made us wear little bow ties and mm. and all that stuff, you know. And then all of the kitchen staff were uh, guys, and some of them were related, but they were, they were guys from Mexico, 
that were not there legally. And I'm sure um, the good boss, Mono, that was his name, Monos, uh, I'm sure he knew that because who knew who knows what he was paying them, right? Right. But anyway, uh, so in the back, you had all these guys that only spoke Spanish, and some of them were kind of rough guys. They yeah. were kind of tough guys. Mm, you know? They're cooks, man. Yeah. And then in the front, you had us uh, uh, white college boys who came from privileged homes. and Working at an Italian Greek restaurant. Every, <laughs> yeah, in no, Tennessee. Been in a fight, right? <laughs> so the, the guys in the back... They would intimidate us a lot, and and we learned some Spanish, but it was all just the bad words because it was the words they called us. <laughs> but the great unifier at Christmas, Feliz Navidad, right? Yeah. Half of it's in English, half of it's in Spanish. <laughs> yes. So we would all sing it, and while they sang the Spanish parts and we tried to sing along, they would laugh so hard. <laughs> and then it got to the English part, and they'd try to do that part, and we would laugh so hard, and then after that, we we're all friends. So the moral yeah. of the story is Christmas is awesome. Christmas is awesome. Yes. yes. You a Seinfeld fan? Yeah. You know, soup Nazi guy? Yeah. At Maria's, we had the, the, the queso Nazi. <laughs> oh, no, you would no. ask for cheese dip, and he would say, ticket. <laughs> it was like the only English he could speak. They would not give you cheese dip unless you had a ticket. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> so you'd have to go, I got my ticket. Yeah. Give this him my cheese dip. On this, they on this restaurant. Yeah, they didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> this guy was Emmanuel Makanakis was his name. Makanakis. Emmanuel Makanakis, Manos for short. And he called me, my name's Farron, but we all had to have Greek names. So I was Ferrandino. Ferrandino. Emmanuel had, our mono, he had two Porsches. He had this special order 911 slant nose. That who knows what it costs that he had special order, and then he had this really crappy not, 924 w- with a bad paint. I'm not job. gonna lie, that sounds like a money laundering scheme in well, Cleveland. So here's what, well, here's what happened. That's what it sounds if the weather, like if the to weather me. Was nice, if the weather was nice, the then he came to work in that 911 slant nose. Uh, but if he drove up in that old beat up 924, it was a then shit you day. knew, oh, there's probably supposed to be storms or something. Tonight. Sure enough, <laughs> it would rain and stuff that night, you know, because he. Oh, Alan. So, Alan. Yes. <laughs> let's get to you now because you're the star of the show today. No. Not oh, Farron's, not Farron's <laughs> newly changed shirt. I, I, I got to tell the story. You know, after high school, me and Farron, we work at the, um, um, is it Monsano? Oh, no, no. Uh, Amaco. Am- oh, dude, I, I forgot for- you were there with me. See? Oh, I, I forgot, forgot about, about Amaco, dude. Yeah, Listen, a little, little we got a job with, a, with some contractors. You're going to let him tell the story or you're going to tell <laughs> oh, him? Oh, please tell it. Take this out. <laughs> So, I uh, forgot the story, man. We it got in so there great. because of his dad, Sammy Davis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, the only white guy in the whole group in that yeah. subcontract, or and there was about a hundred uh, of us. Yes, and here's the Filipino Asian guy with an accent. You know, so, <laughs> me and Perry over there, we're in the field, I'm either uh, we're cleaning something or I'm, I'm driving uh, Fort Lev, and and we would go in a meeting. You know, here comes. 98% all black. Yeah. And, and um, is white. I'm Asian. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know what you call that kind of mix. <laughs> Man, it was, it was, uh, how long did we work there? Well, Almost a ma- year? Well, I was there for a summer. I was there for a summer because it was between, you know, going back to school. But okay. you, I don't know if you remember this or not, but they found out that we went. Uh, that we were Christians, yeah. and that I was going to Bible college, so I was preacher boy from then on. Yeah, they called him preacher boy. One yeah. time there was bad weather, they made us all go inside, and they made me they made me preach. A Pray sermon. for everybody. They made me preach. <laughs> preach yeah. Really? Yeah. And I was I like all so. shaky and nervous, and, and they were kidding, that. poking at me. But yeah. then when I actually started. And then Alan Gotta threw a couple of amens yeah. in there. And then everybody was like, oh, wait, we didn't know he was going to really do it. You know, and they just kind of looked down about the that, yeah. yeah. So, so up until 1986, before the tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> that was after. That was after. <laughs> what, uh, you know, how did you get to here? Yeah, you know, just um, walk, us, walk us all the way sure. through that, you know, yes. how you got to where you're at right now today. Yeah. Um, you know, my mom, first first American, my mom married to, uh, uh, she met him at, during Vietnam, during Vietnam War. My mom was a singer, and both of her sisters in Vietnam during, uh, back in probably 60s. Oh, wow. Okay? So 65 to 75 is the 10 years war, but in between that. So my mom met um, the first husband. And uh, she left me with my grandmother or grandparents. So they came to America. After a year and a half, they got divorced. So then after that, you know, married to, to Officer Moody, uh, formerly Officer Moody here. 
Uh, he's a preacher also, Doug Moody. So that's my stepdad. Might as well, he's my dad. So um, a year and a half. So, and then my mom uh, came back to the Philippines with a missionary from Cleveland, Tennessee. You know, uh, oh, I didn't know yes, that. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> God, man. See? So, you know, a lot going on in Cleveland. A lot going on in Cleveland. Headquarters, it's the headquarters of the Pentecostal Church of God. Right. So, oh, gotcha. Did yes. not know Lee, that. Lee yeah. University. Great, wow. Great college, you know, uh, singers from, coming out from the mm -hmm. university or college. So they, they came to the Philippines. And so my mom and my sister went with them, some missionary from Alabama, um, Slayton family. And uh, that was the first time I saw my mom in almost 14 years. She oh, was wow. Over 14 years. So no father, no mother, you know, grew up with uh, 13 people in one house. That's, that's where I was, I was um, with my aunts and uncles and cousins and everything. So that was the first time. But during that time, uh, when the missionary came, they had it in a hotel. And they had, they had kind of like a crusade inside the hotel. That hotel, my mom used to sing there when she was a singer. Oh, wow. That night, when, 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 uh, when I gave, basically, when, you know, when I received Christ, that night she sang the same stage where she used to sing the club. Next to it, you could, during the crusade, they could, you could still hear the, you know, the, one of those big guitar, you know, the yeah. bass, boom, 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 you know. That's the middle of the crusade. But that night, June 17, 1984, that was my first time an encounter with Christ. You wow. know, I just have to say that. So I'm a product of, of uh, American mission. You know? Oh, so, cool. So Church God, by the way. So, and, and they left after a few months. And so I thought I was going to go with her, you know. That, that was the plan. But the, the, uh, the consulate in, in Manila, U.S. Embassy, did not believe I was her son. So now, here I am being in a, uh, I was an SSS gang. I was a, a gang member in, in, in our city. Um, it got me, I mean, the, that angry got, got worse. Because, you know, I didn't go with her, you know. It was yeah. just her and my, my sister. And, and so, but the missionary stayed in that city and, and continued Bible study. So, you know, the, my addiction and habits and all the crime that we used to do, Kind of diminish, you know, slowly, mm -hmm. and so the following year, following year, I was able to come to the United States, which is eighty-five December. Mm -hmm. Okay, December eighty-five. So and that's why eighty-six I went to to Danville, you know, learning, and I was going to a Baptist church, Summit Baptist Church, at that time down the road. So I was I was hungry, kind of, kind of, you know, and and that's good that I came to America. Really, mm -hmm. I look back, you know, and because when I when I became a missionary in nineteen ninety-seven, I went back. A lot of my gang members and, and friends and buddies, they all pretty much 80% are dead, you know. Wow. So it was, I yeah. knew it was, there was a plan, you know. Yeah, So for coming sure. to Alabama, I don't know, you know, so it was, um, now coming to Alabama, I was so, I was religious now. I didn't listen to secular. Take this out. <laughs> I didn't listen to secular at all. But I was, I was uh, more in contemporary. But first it was Southern Gospel and then contemporary, you know, because I was leaving mom and dad, but I got a hold of contemporary, you know. You know, Carmen. You know, yeah. Dude, you took it right out of my mouth. Carmen, man. I remember, yes. I remember yeah. Ray Bolts. Yes. Ray Bolts. Because yeah. you used to sing some of their I did some rap. ETW, yeah. DOC, and... and uh, yeah, because um, you used to sing some of their stuff. Because Alan also has a fantastic singing voice. Got it from his mom, I'm sure. But you, I remember you in high school... Barely speaking English, but singing like Ray Bolt songs and stuff. Yes, yeah, yes. I remember that. And when I was in high school, check this out. I just thought about it the other day. You remember the Catfish Restaurant right here in Motors Road? Yeah, McCollum's. Yeah, yeah McCollum's Catfish. Yes, you know, you know, I was working there, junior and senior. After I worked, I was a dishwasher, right? Oh no, that was the other Catfish place. That was the one with the pond out front. Yes, that's where the, the one. dealership oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. Dude, I forgot about that place. Yeah, Sorry. It's a long time Squirrel. ago, man. It's a, lot of, a lot of date going on in that place. So um, <laughs> I, would, I would work there, and afterward, they would let me sing. The owner, the manager. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So so I, I did it for a few months. Man. I, did, I just looked back, because I, I saw one guy came into the uh, Gill family. I remember that guy, and they would ask me. They would take offering. It was so cool. Like, boy, I like this. I make extra money. You know? <laughs> so, pass, pass the hat and yeah, take yeah. the money. For no, they okay. just had a little right. offering thing. And of course, um, after that, um, how many years later, uh, Princeton? They used to have Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. I used to sing there too. You know, okay. give you tape. You know, minus one back then. So yeah, give you tape. Yeah, I would. 
and I would find out some of the guys I used to go to church at Calvary, they, they were there and, and, you know, got divorced or whatever, and they would go outside with me and crying, you know. I'm so sorry, you know. I said, it's all right, man. It's okay, girl. It's all right. God loves you. you know? <laughs> I was the kind of person. I ne- I never been a person to judge or, right. or condemn. I'm, I'm never. That, that, that wasn't me. But I was the kind of person back then to, um, I would I would find a guy that's everybody know, or, you know, the baddest guy or that was me. Somehow, the gift that the Lord has given me is drawn to them. You know, give me yeah. the biggest heathen. Yeah, <laughs> basically, you know. You me got, too, man. I mean, that's <laughs> me too. Mike Kennedy. You know, I mean, yeah. I can name some of the guys that everybody know in parking lot because I used to go a lot in the parking lot. We did that in Athens. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. We would go to the, the uh, old man. Athens Square before they oh, they man. wouldn't let teenagers hang out there anymore. It was a hot spot, man, because yeah. all the teenagers would be there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kids yeah. don't do that anymore, man. It's no. depressing, really. Well, they're not allowed <laughs> to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So, you know, I kind of jumping from here and there. So, I, you know, I was, I was, I guess, here in kind of like my Jerusalem. You know, before the Lord called me to mission uh, in 97, I was able to go to Israel in 1995 twice. I was going to Russia in uh, 96, and then going to Guatemala, and then Philippines and Asia all over, you know, tribal mm-hmm. to 22 nations. So, you know, from, from a southern part of the Philippines, southern part of the United States. You know? <laughs> you're just a, a southern, southern man. Are you saying, you're, are you saying you're, you're, a, you're a redneck in the Philippines? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. You just ask me a question, man. So anyway, um, you know, um, I was a part of a, when, when I had a long hair, I don't know if you know Cook. Um, we, had a, we, had a, we had a band at that time. We wrote some songs and we never got to finish it and um so I got involved with different band also, you know, like they would they would open up like um somebody had a, a party or something. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a secular party. They would they would invite me to, to sing. So I, I wasn't limited, you know, I wasn't right. I wasn't limited inside the four walls, you know. And yeah. Get persecuted here and there. Why did you go and under well I mean, you know, it's a sick that needs a doctor, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean I've got things in my life until now, exactly. you know, things in my life need to be dealt with, you know. Mm-hmm. So so, uh, all right, so you, you came over here, uh, you went to Danville High School, yes. you got involved in a lot of music and singing and local church stuff. Yes, yes. Now, you said it was 97 you went back to the Philippines? Yes, for the first time in 12 years. Okay, yeah. so who did you hook up with to do that? Was yeah, it- uh, a, a missionary organization in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, um, Calvary International. Now it changed to Go to Nation, but I went to, you've heard of Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? They're yeah. all the faith, you know, arena. Yeah, faith. yeah schools and the Rayma yep. and all the Bible school or you Robert I went to training there mm-hmm. me and uh, Lenny, Lenny Parker if you know uh, I know that name yeah yeah he used, he used to be a missionary he's he's from the kid him and Keith yeah Keith Parker the brother so I went to training there and then from there I went to Jacksonville for two weeks and then they sent us back to the Philippines for Timothy Project training so it was kind of it was kind of shocking you know being gone for 12 years man I, you know and I lost the language actually I lost oh, my really? dialect, wow. you know. Oh, you, wow. you have over 100 dialects in the Philippines. But before I left, I, I could do three languages. So, but it was kind of neat because going going to Tulsa, Oklahoma, I was able to meet a lot of Filipino community. You know, they'd have a contest, band, sing and everything, win, win some here and there. So, so I was able to communicate, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and able to, to raise some monthly support, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, perfect timing before I go to the Philippines, you know. Yeah. And, and during that time, going back to the Philippines, finding out from Tulsa, Oklahoma, that I, I know how to find my biological father. Yes, so fast, that's how I want to hear that. Fast forward. Because you, you were at Danville when we were friends. Yes. You were Alan Awing Abayan. That's right, Triple A, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pastor Charlie King used to sing Abayan in the Bind, Abayan in the Bind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, because we, we, we did a lot of the uh, uh, fire escape stuff with Charlie sure Kane together sure and stuff yes. as teenagers, yeah. yeah. Wow. But I remember Alan Awing Abayan because... Years passed and we hadn't seen each other, and then somebody's telling me about this uh, guy from Phil- from the Philippines who's back named Alan. I'm like, oh yeah, Alan Abayan, and they're like, no, yeah, no, this guy, and I'm like, what a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. It's another Alan, another from, the Alan from the Philippines who's here. <laughs> How many yeah. are there? Yeah. <laughs> because but they're telling me no, this guy's name is Alan De Guzman. Yeah, right? yes, that's why it's hard for them to find him in Facebook, you know, because it's Alan De Guzman. Uh, my biological father, his his grandfather is from Spain, so so that's a part of U- U- European. I mean, it's kind of hard to believe for an Asian guy. You know, <laughs> you know so uh. I've got some <laughs> I've got some European in me, but 
Yeah, I was able to meet my biological father um, two months after I arrived in the Philippines, mm -hmm. but two days before my 28th birthday. Okay. October 12, I met him for the first time. October 14 is my birthday, mm -hmm. so you know we celebrated that two days before. But he's um, he's very well known in the Philippines. To you know, he's an announcer. He does drama. He does nine different vo voice. He could talk like you know. And, and, and <laughs> it changed into so it's not just a DJ, but he's in yeah. the media. So mm -hmm. I just walking in there in, in the middle of you know um, talk show and and um, just introduce myself outside the studio, of course. And yeah. And that was that was it, you know. And and, um, and what year was that? Nineteen ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. So yes. that that is well before Facebook and oh, all these oh, yeah. modern oh, things yeah. that we before, have yes. to be able to track people <laughs> down. So that is like a, actually a really impressive side of that story because yeah. there was a lot more legwork that went <laughs> yes. into those yes. than what we have right now. Yes. Yeah. How, yeah. How did you find him? Did, did it take a lot of work, or did it just happen? Well. Uh, the sister, which is a doctor in the Philippines, the sister of the lady I stayed in Tulsa, Oklahoma during my mission training, she said, yeah, we know your dad. We listen. You know, they speak different language. They're more like in a tribal area. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we know your dad. My dad used to listen to your dad. You know, he's in the media. He's in a drama. Now, long time ago when I was seven, eight years old, I was, I was living up north of the Philippines. I would hear him, his drama. I would, I would hear all his drama. But, but you didn't but know he voices. was your dad. No, I knew he was a dad. Oh, okay, okay. But because I had so much bitterness in me, oh, you know, oh, angry yeah. and everything, that he left my, you know, my mom, you know, never showed up and all of that. But it's just wrong information, you know. Yeah, and sure. you, you believe that, you know, you, you didn't know the whole truth, really. So uh, that that's how it happened. So when I went back on August 12, uh, I called him a few weeks after that. Tell him that I'm in the Philippines, introduced myself. And so two months after, which is October 12, mm -hmm. and that's when I just show up. He didn't even know, you know. So, But the, the station he works is very well known, the first radio station in the whole Philippines, media, okay. the first one, yeah, DZRH. I could, you know, he's, he he's sounded got, like a DJ when voice. he said that, yeah. DZ, yeah. DZ, DZ, DZRH. I can't do it, DZRH. <laughs> yes, um, so I met his five daughters, you know, beautiful, beautiful, mixed kind of Spanish. And uh, met his met his wife, so it was it was kind of like a restoration there, you know. For, sure. There's a yeah. season there, so. So there's a change that actually came with the name change. Yes. That's very cool, man. That's it. I don't yeah. want I don't want to skip right over that. Yeah. That's yeah. A, a very uh, important thing, and I have to say something. Like I have sure. to. I always get revelations and stuff while when we have these shows. Wow. And again, I'm going to say joy because we mm -hmm. talk about joy a lot on right? the show. Right. And it's right. not an emotion. Um, and this is about as transparent and real time as you'll ever get with me. Yes. You have something that I want, and that is, I don't, I'm just going to say, you, you have to be able to feel it. There is an actual joy in here. You're a very light person. <laughs> You're a very, very light person. Well, yeah. And for those that are watching this, I promise you I'm not crazy. And I promise you, those that are listening, I'm not crazy. And if you've listened to the show before, I don't ever really dive off into things like this. But you have a very light person with you. Like you're, you're, it's joy, yeah. and I and I have felt that from the time that we walked in here, and that is amazing because you hear so many people, especially growing up in the times that we did. You guys are a little older than I am, yeah. you know, but I grew up on the tail end of that, right. where we talk a lot about the the oppression that came with the religious side of stuff and mm -hmm. this and that, and it is nothing against anybody that's ever been on this show. We've had great people. My brother Red's been on here twice. Farron's been on here. He's on here every time. But I'm going to tell you something now. You have a joy that is in you that is just absolutely amazing, Listen. and I have enjoyed every wow. minute sitting here right now. Let, uh, let me tell you something from knowing alan since uh 85 85 we said yeah 85, yes, 85. from knowing alan since 85 no matter what alan was going through you didn't really know because alan has always been such a positive person yeah and he has always had such a cheerful and encouraging way about him so you would think that he everything was just perfect for alan and everything was you know, he didn't have a problem or a care in the world. Yeah. But the thing about it is he was blessed with the ability to come off as that as positive and encouraging. Yeah. And he all he also always seemed like the kind of person who um, wanted to know what was going on with you and uh, how could he encourage or help you? Yeah. Not and not it, me, me or what can right. you do for me? Uh, Alan's never been 
a what can you do for me kind of guy. Yeah. And we're not trying to put you on a pedestal. No. But I want you to know somebody that I don't know a whole lot about your story, but what I've learned today, um, you're kind of like the rest of us with the chaos, you know, that you grew up in, especially mm-hmm. with your gang affiliations and stuff when you were younger. To carry the the level of peace that you carry yep. is absolutely amazing. And that's what you have that I want, which is encouraging to me about the 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 walk that I'm currently in and the and the and the transitions and changes that I've made in life. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want to be able to promote that to people, not for myself, mm-hmm. but I want people, again, I don't give a shit if you think I'm crazy if you're watching or if you're listening, right. the peace that is in here right now mm-hmm. is absolutely mind-blowing to mm. me and it, and it's I, I had this i've been sitting over here this whole time like i had my fingers crossed because that's my thing to remind myself <laughs> yeah, of a point where's a good place to insert this right yeah. i can't i can't forget that but that is um you know it goes hand in hand with a lot of what we've talked about on this show a lot of the topics that we have and we always get something that is so amazing with everybody that comes in and again it's nothing towards anybody that's been on here i love all of you but i i got peace today Thank you. you know, and it, and that's an amazing trait that you don't run into a whole lot with people. I mean, you just really don't. And it, it, I don't know how to put it into words, dude. It's one of those things, like I, I told people when I quit drinking and I finally got a hold of God, if I could just bottle it up, you know, and go, hey, here, just take a couple sips <laughs> yeah. of that. It's the same thing right now. If I could bottle this up, what's in here right now, and just give that to somebody and go, look, you need about that much. Wow. That's all you need. Alan, it's amazing. And we're not even to the end of the show. We're only 36 minutes in. And I'm so damn glad you're here. Well, and, see, and here's the thing. Alan is I from mean, the Philippines, is. fantastic singer, and yet he's not even bitter that he didn't get the job with Journey. I, dude, <laughs> it was coming out, I promise. I I was, I, it was coming I out. Everybody was thinking it, and I got to say it first. So I have a cool story about that guy. I, I have a very uh, close friend of mine. I've known him yeah. for quite some time. He owns a chain of tour buses. And so he has a lot of connections. Yeah. And I can't remember that guy's name. The, the Arnell. Arnell? Yeah, Arnell Pineda. So uh, they picked him up one time, yeah. and he had a skateboard that yeah. he would kick sure around do. on stage yeah. and do. And I have one of those skateboards. Really? That, yeah, my buddy gave me. It came down from him, and he gave me that skateboard. Wow. It was, wow. It's a, and it's a little – it's a uh, – it's it's not a Walmart brand, but it's like a Kryptonics, like it's yeah. a, a cheaper made one. Wow! And uh, he was like, "I got you a skateboard," and I was like, "Thanks," you know. And he never told me. Oh He my. never told me where it came from. So Signature, I was on the phone right? with him one day, yeah. and I was like, "Dude, I got an I got a great idea. I want to paint it on a skateboard." And yada yada yada, blah blah blah. And he goes, "Hey, don't paint on that board." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, and then he told me where it came from. I was like. Why didn't you tell me? Oh, he's like, I did tell you. And I was like, no, because I promise oh, you. Awesome. It's the same guy that handed me a guitar pick one time. And he goes, here, I got this for you. And oh, it was Steve Miller. Man. And Steve Miller had oh, signed wow. the guitar wow. pick. But it was just very nonchalant. Like, here, I got you a guitar pick. Wow. So, yeah, that guy, it was coming, I promise. I was Because wow, I was, was going to ask you if you're a better singer than he is. No, I'm not <laughs> I know friends that... Uh, they can do it the way the way Arnold Pineda does, you know. There's it, a lot of small it, groups in the Philippines, a lot being, of band, yeah. He's being humble, man. So I, he's so, a good singer. So I yeah. have to ask, is he a, is he a staple for the Philippines? Because, you know, like Bono, they're crazy yeah. about him in Ireland. Bono, yes, yes. He, he is. Um, I, have, I have a story also, uh, finding out a little bit about, uh, I met his ex-wife. His ex-wife was, um, uh, what do you call this, stewardess, mm-hmm. you know. They have a, they have a beautiful. Imagine that a rock star and a stewardess. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's a long time ago. And she's she's a preacher now in the Philippines. Oh wow. Oh yeah. She, her and her husband is a businessman. Um, they have a lot of farm coffee, coffee. They 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 raise coffee and everything. Man, that guy's short, you know. But man, the voice. <laughs> yeah, he's a little guy. He's shorter than me. Big voice, little guy. <laughs> Whoo, what a voice, man! But uh, anyway, um, look, he yeah. ain't got, he's got nothing on. He's got nothing on 1988, 1989, Alan, with the, with the mullet. <laughs> with the mullet. The mullet and the singing. No. Yeah, I got nothing on him. <laughs> but I remember a story. I don't know if you know Mike Kennedy. Look, tall yeah. guy there. We, we were invited. Um, you, you know, the, the the girl that graduated in Danville, what's, what's her name? Terry is the last name. Um, her last name is that's, Terry? That's half of Lawrence County. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. neighbor's yeah. Danville. Well, <laughs> hey, listen, you know what's funny about that? What's your sister's last name? 
Terry. Yeah, she married a Terry. <laughs> she married one in of Lawrence the Terry. County. They but, live just below my dad. That's like marrying one in, one in four. Yeah, you, <laughs> you going to be a Terry in the or a Hutto or a Kirby. In the winter, when the trees are bare, you can sit on my dad's carport and, and see where they live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's one of the Terry. You know, the five guys. Yeah, that does yeah, music. the bluegrass yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Terry. But but anyway, uh, they invited us to uh, what is that? Is that Montevallo, the, the 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 girls' college? Yeah, Montevallo. Yeah. Okay, so me and my candidate, we didn't know this. And some of the some of the friends of mine that graduated the um what do you call it? Brr, a brewer so we, we got there we got there so like I said Mike I didn't know anything about it I didn't know anything about it either we're the only man here we're the only male here it's all women you know he's single I'm single you know both along wait a minute you were talking about a girl from Danville that went to school there yeah, last name um, Terry what? are you sure her first name wasn't Terry because uh, you no. remember Terry Norrell. Oh, it was Terry That's Terry. It. Terry Norrell. Terry Norrell. Oh, she went God. to school there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a good friend of mine. But anyway, yeah, she attended, you know, you know, I started the yeah. Bible study, the, uh, the uh, library. She invited us. And so anyway, we got there, man. So we did uh, four or five rap songs, um, several groups. And man, it was it was awesome. It was like, but man, I was like, there's so many beautiful ladies here. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I said, Mike, you tame. Now, you too, Filipino. You you tame yourself now. <laughs> you know He's that? just whipping that mullet. Remember Look, when, ladies. Remember when Barry was in here? <laughs> I was just being real, man. I was just being real. Did you hear the episode uh, uh, that we did with Barry, Pastor Barry here? See, you told me that. I keep, I keep oh, forgetting. You got to listen to it because he told, a, he, told he told a story about driving Similar. a bus with these 30 women. That yeah, were, so he, yeah, he's 26 years old, yeah. and he was over the youth, and that, they also put him in the singles ministry. The singles ministry, And yeah. sent him he to me that Key part. West or yeah, Flint, yeah. Miami. Yeah, he told me that part. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy, We don't want to go too far on that story. But the single, <laughs> the single, the 26-year-old oh single man, God, oh, you're also in charge of the singles group with these 30 single women. Right, exactly. Oh man, he was he was he was on the spot, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh you go to the you you go in 97. Yes. Right? And then you come back. But yes. you, now what is it exactly that you do now cuz you go back and forth now, right? Yeah, well well I did that until uh 2018. I went straight to you know being divorced. I went through a lot of depression, anxiety, I went through a lot of challenges, you know. Sure. Uh, more in the Philippines. So uh, now in the Philippines, uh, I didn't tell you this, but uh, I was doing um, this, which is my favorite thing to do, is school campuses, mm -hmm. college and university. You know, of course now they're married and all over the world. But we did that from first year college up to when they, they graduate. So mentoring, more and mentoring. So you had like a mission, mission to yeah, college campuses. Yes, yes. We would meet one campus or outside the campus, musician. I mean. I mean, I mean, great gifts and talents. This, you know, men and women, and so the reason I say it's my favorite because you know that's the when you see the whole campus, you got the whole kind. It's like when you go in the ocean, you know, you have all kinds of fishes, right? Yeah, I love it. You know, you got the the gays and the lesbians, and the, I love it. And so th that's my group. Yeah. And now other churches, religious on the campus, they yeah. they don't like to do, it. but I love it, man. Yeah, I, absolutely. Know, this, this, man. You know, this, I've got an acronym word. I got three acronym word. The word real, it's it's really good for people that's been hurt. You know, and mm -hmm. they need to take off the mask. And see, and I do that in the campus. See, the word real, and it's very good for people that don't want to go to church or they don't want to have nothing to do with church because of some some scars, you know, some yeah. pains, some wounds, and. But being real, uh, that's what I like to have sometimes in the care while I'm here in the care. You know, just some they can pour out. You know what I'm saying? Be able to relate yeah. each other. That's a that, little that, that to me, and I'm you know this is kind of lighthearted to say, but I don't really mean it so much as a joke. But it's kind of like you just had to do the damn mission. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I got an acronym word for them. You know me. I love that. Uh, I love that. I love acronyms. That. Yeah. You you want you want you want to hear it? Let's hear it. Yeah. Let's hear it. Deliver a message neutrally. <laughs> so, hey. Deliver a message neutrally. I like that. Right, oh, that's the right English. So, you know, anyway. If it's, if it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on the back of my shirt right now, it's my phrase that I coined years and years ago. It's okay. be real, be you, and be salt. I like that. And I always attach Matthew 13, yes. or Matthew 513 to okay. that. Um, because I don't think we've spent a whole lot of time doing exactly what you just said. Yeah. Being real with people. Yeah. We, we all have problems. Yes. And 
to go back on the comment that I, that I made about you being a peace and being a joy in that, I don't want to skip right over the fact that you just said that you went through a whole lot of anxiety and depression. Yep. And we're all connected mm. to that. And people don't have an opportunity Mm-mm. to be real about that, right, right. to look at people and go, you know what? I love God. God did change my life. Yeah. And it put me on a trajectory. But there were times where it still sucked. Oh man, life sucked. Yeah. Well, religion yeah. gets in the way of us of us being able to be real so often, you know. Because as soon as you you know you're a Christian, you're a leader, you've you know done something like Alan singing and and mission work, and then yeah. you go you go through anxiety and depression, right? Yeah. And so what do you do? You you keep it to yourself. Yeah. Or you share it and and and. In a religious situation, run the risk of being told, "Well, you just don't have enough faith," or exactly. Well, if if I'll pray for you, right? But and then you don't see that person anymore because they start to avoid you. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, I mean, that's not how it's supposed to work. No, you know? and I, and I just want to say real quick, if you're watching or if you're listening. There are three guys sitting in a room right now that promotes what I'm fixing to tell you. There is life on the other side. Yes. Yes. There is life on the other side of it. There is a joyous and peaceful life on the other side of that trauma Mm -hmm. that goes through. And so I get, I'm not going to say all the time. It used to happen more than what it does now, but I'm not in people's faces anymore. It's, you know, if your God is so great, then why? And you can just fill in the damn blank. Well, I could do that with anything. But what I can tell you is that my God, the one that I learned to have a relationship with, I am thankful now for the things that I went through. I'm thankful for the things because it led me to a place in life to sit in this studio and have this conversation with you two men about a lot of the same things. And it made me a better person. A lot of that I brought on myself due to the dumbass decisions. Mm -hmm. But... Same he here. carried me through. <laughs> yeah. He carried me. And I look back now in all my life, yeah. he's just had that hand, you know, going, I got you. Casey, I got I, you. I feel guilty about something. Okay. What's that? I picked on you this week about uh, how often you refer to Romans 8 28. Yeah. And you just had a perfect time to do it. A perfect. <laughs> and, I, and then I felt like oh, you yeah. didn't because I picked on you. So please no, forgive me, brother. No, I, I, no I made, it, it, it is. This week I was driving down the road because of my job, I drive a lot. And I was listening to a couple of episodes that hadn't been released yet because I was working on editing them. Okay. And I was noticing how often Casey, Romans eight twenty eight, which is the whole chapter eight of Romans is my favorite. So you know, I was wow. just playing. Now, playing. I love that. now but you I made, got it. But I made I made Casey a playlist from Spotify called Casey eight twenty eight. Called Casey eight twenty eight, and it was like eighteen songs, and all of them were about Romans eight twenty eight. Some of them were terrible. Today, Some man. were terrible songs too, man. Today it was. But please don't stop. Please no, don't stop. And, and I tell you why. Oh, this is God, this is why I do that. Because Kenny made a comment when he was here, mm-hmm. and we all grew up in that if you'll read your Bible, if you'll read your Bible, right. if you'll read your Bible, if you'll read your Bible. Well, let's be honest. If you open it right now, let's say somebody goes, you know what? I want to try this God thing. Yeah. I want to try it. And you open that damn book up. Where are you going to start? Right. Where are you going to start? Yeah. You can start anywhere. And if you just pick a place, it doesn't make any sense because <laughs> no, you, you have to connect start, it. Start yeah. in Levi- so, Leviticus chapter 7. Right, and then exactly. you're like, why do people read this? So I push 828 <laughs> because it's not just because I think it's a great thing. It's 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 in the hopes that psychologically somebody will go, well, maybe he does work all things together for the good. Yes. Maybe this, this, this chaos and trauma in my life actually means something. Yes. And that's why I hone in on it because it's it's one of those things where it's true. It stays yeah. true. It's never going to not be true. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you never know who's going to tune in for the first time. You never know wow. who's going to hear Alan's story for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so it's not like I just live by Romans eight twenty eight. You know, like there's a lot of folks that do. <laughs> I'm so um, sorry, man. No, I, you're good. I dude. feel, yeah, I feel just, like you, a like a uh, wait. I, we got an I, E rating, right? Yeah. I can say asshole. Yeah. I feel like an I, asshole. Right? I actually <laughs> live by Matthew six. I've got a. It's a life philosophy. I call it six point yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. But I don't push that on people. But if you if 
you read Matthew 6 in its entirety, mm-hmm. it's a great place to be in life. You know, especially don't let the left know what the right is doing. Right. Don't loft up words. For those who, who seek the attention of others in, 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 right. in the crowd, they get that. But those who look in private, they they seek their reward in private. Right. If you're fasting, don't draw your face. Right. Don't lead people to ask questions and go, why do you look so damn hungry? Yeah. You know, this is a relationship <laughs> between you and God. Yes, yes. And if you take that sixth chapter as a whole, it's just a great guideline. Right. You know, and when you give to the needy, don't don't stand up and boast because right. you'll get your reward. Yes. You know, yes. you'll get what you need if you want affirmation. And so I try to plug those things like that just as a starting point. Right. You know, I got Romans 3.23 tattooed. It's my first tattoo is, you know, we all sin and fall short of the glory right. of God. And I used to combat religion with that. You know, I would say, well, uh, Romans 3.23 says that I can, you know, all people, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but it's the truth. You know, there are foundational truths yes. biblically and yes, scripturally through a relationship yes. with yes. God that do that. So I don't mind if you pick on me. I don't care. But, but I'm going to keep throwing it out there. That's good, though. And when you, the moment he said that today, I was <laughs> I was peeing on the. I was I was peeing. I, I know this is kind of like visual. I was peeing in the God's bathroom. God's loving. I was peeing, and I thought about it. I, was, he said, I love I'm it. I'm glad this is on video now. I was peeing in the bathroom. I was peeing in the bathroom. Not peeing in the bathroom. I was peeing, I was peeing in, the in the bathroom. It was perfect. Okay, that, I didn't make a mess. But anyway, and, and Romans eight twenty eight today. Now you guys talking about Romans today, and the Lord kind of reminded me where I am, where I was a year ago. Yeah. yeah. Before you. When I was in the bathroom, dude, I mean, check this out. Our life now, our present life, whatever it is that we go through, you know, I went to divorce, you know. I don't, did you went to divorce? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, five is the number of grace. Four five times? Five is the number of grace. Pastor Barry said Four times? So. Five is the number of grace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four pillars and five graces. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, but Romans eight twenty is such, such it's so it's a again it's a reality that mm. whatever it is because our heavenly Father, I mean he's you, you, I, I I love this show because you can be real right yeah and and you know I was doing the youth for six weeks on the word Father right and then one of the one of the things I share is thoughtful okay so he's thoughtful because he's thinking of us all the time. Whatever, yeah. whatever mess, whatever failures, and whatever yeah. wrong turn and wrong choice. Oh my God! All of us can we can talk. We can write a book each, right? But he's thinking of us. Yeah. What, whatever it is, it says in, in Psalms one one thirty nine, his thoughts towards us is countless as the sun in the seashore. And I think I, I need to say that because somebody's somebody probably is listening that you're thinking that God is afar. He's not afar. No, he's near as Jesus is near to the Father. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be too religious, but I just wanted somebody's watching because you did that because you're not in church. You are close to the Father. I just want. I just want to yeah. tell somebody. Sure. That. Yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful relationship. And we we'll, we will take Ooh. that Joseph Prince moment any day of yes, the any day of the week. <laughs> Listen, Romans, all kidding aside, though. All kidding aside, that whole chapter. Eight of Romans, okay? Yeah. You think about, here's how it starts, all right? It starts with, there is therefore now no condemnation. Yeah. Those who are in Christ Jesus. No, excuse yep. me. Let me correct you. It says now. There is therefore now, now no now. condemnation. That's now. right. I now. I Not that. tomorrow, but now. Operative. All right. Thanks, King James. Anyway, there is therefore <laughs> now. That's Prince James. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you learn English. Right? You no, know, you have to, you know, the whole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but see, there is therefore now no condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus, Ooh, for yeah. the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus will set you free, free. from the law of sin and free. death. Yes. And then we go all the way through. And then that chapter ends with all things work together for good, good. to those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. purpose. <laughs> yes. And that's what we're all sitting here talking yes. about yes. Yeah. Is, is, is his purpose. And then you can take the purpose, the very last one in that, and then you can jump over to Jeremiah 29, 11. Yes, that's good. Then you can jump it. over there. Yes. But if yeah. you start at Jeremiah 29, 11, there's not as much meat to it. So I, I only offer that is if if you're if if this is an encouraging thing for you I'm talking to somebody now too mm-hmm. just like you since you went on that note if you're if you're if you're if you're in that and you find it encouraging and you're like hey I want to try this don't just don't just Google motivational verses Mm-mm. you know this is a this is a relationship thing yes, yes. and you don't have to do it mm-hmm. you don't have to 
God loves you. Yes. You're no further away because you didn't Mm-mm. than when you did. Mm-hmm. You're the same. He sees you That's the same. It. He That's loves it. you the same Woo. right where you're at. But if you want to, I don't try to use but. I try to use and. Yes. But this is a but because yeah. my dad preached a sermon one time when I was a kid called God Has a Butt. And I, and I love hey, it. Hey, hey, uh, Barry I just did that dad, Sunday. Yeah. yeah, the butt. Barry I just love, did that Sunday. I love Grace Butt. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, the sermon is I love Grace Butt, but, and then he got off on some tangent about but, butts. Yeah. But if you want to enter into a, a peace that surpasses all understanding, yeah. because we have heard that all our life, yes. mm-hmm. and it's always followed with an and or yeah. a but, it is real. And it is an opportunity Mm -hmm. to do that. It doesn't really matter where you start. Start somewhere. John Acuff. I don't know if you know who John Acuff is, but a successful businessman. He built his empire on what he calls being a serial quitter. He quit every job. A serial quitter? Yeah, he would work a job two years and quit. Hmm. Work a job two years and quit. And he wrote a book simply called Start. Start, period. Hmm. And that's it's an entrepreneurial mind kind of book. Like everything begins with starting. You can make plans all day long. Right. You know, and I think the church has perfected a method of uh, coaching people mentally to get to a point. Well, if you get here, then you can start. Or if you get here, then God can love you. Or if you get here, then you can do this. I'm here to tell you, don't just start. Mm. Just start. Mm-mm. Just start that genuine relationship and go, I think these 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 three fat guys are crazy. And you're not as fat as we are. But I think these guys are crazy, but I'm going to start. I'm going to try. Just try it. Yeah. Just me, try it. You know, oh, we were talking. Beautiful. beautiful. We, we were really encouraging and building up Alan about, you know, you pointed it out so uh, perfectly about yeah. the peaceful spirit that he yeah, has. Yeah, it's light, dude. Well, Alan, I'm going to tell you something. This By the same token, this guy right here, he means what he just said. This is one of the things that I've always thought about Casey, even – even before uh, he he was on the right path, even dare I say, drunk Casey. Okay, mm-hmm. Casey always put his money where his mouth was. Casey always did. When other people would talk about, then Casey would say, "All right, then let's do it," and it did. Yeah, and that's wow. something. And then now being on the right path, like he is, and doing it for the right reasons, like he is, it's awesome. Uh, wow. Dude, I, God, I, I'm having such a good time. I got wow. my seatbelt on and on this ride, and thank <laughs> I, you for including me. Dude, in I'm going to tell you, God, God awesome. shows up, and that's anybody that's known me for years. I, I know people that listen to the show that's known me a long time, and they've not been in the inner workings of it. And I've said it before. You can you, you can look at my Facebook and go, man, that guy's got a wonderful life. He has a great life. Well, you're right. I do. Wow. But you only allow the side of, you only see the side of life that I allow you to see. Sure. Mm. There are people that are close to me, i.e., my wife, my Mm. children, my parents, um, my brother Red, that have watched the crumble. They have Mm -hmm. watched the fall. They have watched Drunk Casey, you know, through those times. And if you're listening and you don't know me, I want you to know I am not the guy that was, uh, that would ever talk about God. I told my dad that. I said, I'll never be that. Mm. I'll never do that. And I ran from it for so long. And I got tired of people. I said this every episode, and it's the second time I got emotional. Mm -hmm. Only the second time. I got tired of people telling me that I couldn't do it. I got tired of people telling me, by this scripture, you can't do it that way. Mm. And I tried to fit into their mold. But what I've learned is the peace and the joy. And that's why I say that you have something that I want and I'm on my way there, is I had to take all of that out. Barry taught me a word one time. He was talking about the seven gates of Jerusalem. Um, and inside there, it's uh, uh, it's Jeremiah's story. There's a word in there. It's called rhetoric. The rhetoric of society, mm. the white noise, the green noise. the That's what religion would have us believe is God, the mm. rhetoric. We have to shed ourselves of the rhetoric and go, I don't give a damn what nobody thinks. Mm-hmm. This is my life. I got one. I got one life. I have one chance to raise my children. I have one chance to love my wife, unless you're Farron, and then you have five. You know, I Easy have three. Now. Okay, thank you. Thank you for adding three I have three, three chances. <laughs> uh, but this is my life, and I don't give a damn what you tell me. I'm going to do it. Right. And since I made that decision, brother, 
that's what lands us here yes. to be able to present God in an in, into a place that is tasteful. I've heard if you're lukewarm, God will spit you out all my damn life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same you know, here. yeah, same. And yeah. it is true, <laughs> but it's not because of the way that we were taught. Mm. You know, I find myself being a certain temperature of water because I want to be. I desire to be that because my life improved. Mm -hmm. And so you mix that with an entrepreneurial brain and then you get 20 million different podcasts and (laughs) (laughs) all different kind of things. But God works, man. God moves. He does. It's real. And you don't have to do anything but start. That's it. But you got to get rid of the rhetoric. Yes. Then start it. So then start that relationship yes. and get rid of the religion. Yes. Get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Get rid of it all together because that's the only thing that saved us. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's that saved beautiful, us. man. Appreciate what you're sharing that. It's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah, Casey, and we're, we're really glad you could be here with us today. And <laughs> listen, you got a lot to say, so we want you to know we want to have you back again. Back on the show. <laughs> and if you were ever on a trip yeah. and you went into a truck stop, what would you come out with? <laughs> so that's where we're at in the show. Exactly. We're there. We're at 5928. Hey, um, Alan, that's perfect. I have to tell you again, dude, it's been a pleasure to have you here. Uh, we don't honor. tell this to everybody. We tell it to a lot of people. But you are welcome back whenever you yes, would like sir. to come back. We yes, will sir. get you back on here. Um, I like to try to get to people's foundation and then come in and just allow an opportunity just to run with it. Okay. Yeah. You know, because conversations always end up like that yes. in this room. That's good. You know, it's crazy how it goes. So segueing into that, <laughs> you're on a road trip. Okay. You go into a truck stop. All right. What are you coming out with? <laughs> and not urinal revelations about yeah, Romans eight twenty eight. You, you, you oh, you're talking <laughs> about <laughs> this is like something. No, no, no. You stop for gas, right? right? And 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 you got to buy something to. Yeah, eat you're buying drink, something right? in the truck stop. You right. got to buy something to eat or drink or whatever. So, what are you getting? What's your favorites? Um, my favorite is uh, coffee. Coffee? Yes. Like oh. like hot like hot coffee. You're not trying to get like a frappuccino Look, out of the cooler. Alan, hot I love you, but that is such an old man answer. Yeah, <laughs> kind of is. It is. It and, is. Bet, and, and let me guess: is is the coffee black, or do you do some cream and sugar? I believe I'll come out with a coffee and a paper. <laughs> Only thing would have been worse if he yeah. said, he, if he just said Sanka. Sanka. <laughs> uh, yeah, coffee with a donut. There's a donut. Yeah, coffee and a donut. Yeah, that's no, just an any old donut. That's an old retired yeah. cop. Well, you know, in New York, of course, before I go to work, you know, taking care of elderly, I, I do the Dunkin' Donut. Actually, that's what it is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You, before I go to the hospital, there you go. Dunkin' yeah. Donut coffee cup sitting on the floor. Sitting right on there. the floor. That's it. Right there. Yes. All right. So <laughs> travel back to your favorite. Christmas. Favorite Christmas. Your favorite wow. Christmas. What was the gift that just stands out to you? Well, um, I have to say here in America, you know, I never had any Christmas in the Philippines. So wow. with the family. But um gift, you said gift, right? Yeah, the gift. Yeah. Well it, or it could be a birthday. Yeah. Not, You're just the favorite gift that stands out. Not much of a not much of a gift uh, to answer that question is my family was a gift. And I, I miss that you know, having um, wow. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, seeing each other, I have two beautiful daughters. I don't know if you meet two more beautiful daughters. You know, with, at that time I was still married, and he indicator, and uh, we would speak each other. You know, that was the best gift for me. Yeah. Okay, you all know, right, all right, all right, Alan. I don't want to get mushy, but you know, look, like, look, 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 look. You know I love you. Yeah. The serious part of the show is over. It's over. This is when people say things like, like a King Kong bank or a set of drums that said Staten Steel on. Should give you a warning, or you know, and you say you didn't have Christmas in the Philippines, but you did when you got here as a teenager. So the answer would be something like my first Carmen CD or something like that, right? But it's, Christmas in the Philippines, we start September, you know. I don't know if you know that. But we're, we're the longest Christmas uh, celebration. Really? Yeah. Uh, we, we we do a lot of crazy stuff. I don't want to tell you, but, you know, crazy stuff. <laughs> it sounds like your best Christmas gift was the Philippines. I believe so, too. But I'm glad you told me not to be serious after all of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So, so Sanka. And uh, <laughs> the Philippines. Second time with family in the Philippines. Okay. <laughs> so what's the, what in the heck is the third question answer going to be? Yeah, here it comes. Right, here comes. Going to the truck stop. And then what? So here's here's the last question. Yes. Uh, God forbid something happened to you on the way home today. Mm-hmm. But if it did, and this is the last thing somebody heard from Alan, 
What is your tombstone message or your message to the masses? What is the encouragement for people that are going to hear this? Wow. Oh, now I get it. Well, the last thing they hear from you because it's on the tombstone. Yeah. See, I thought you meant if like he, the last thing you your last words, the but I, then what's on your tombstone? The idea is if, I get it if you had an opportunity to put it on your tombstone, you know what would that message be? I get it now. Got Except it? I can't stop thinking about the pizza commercials. What's on your tombstone? <laughs> Pepperoni. <laughs> you know sorry, I'm sorry. I forgot. We're still being serious. I forgot. No, no, no. <laughs> well, um, the, the make it short is uh, God is for you. Not against yeah. you. I love it, dude. There you go. God is for you. It's in Romans 8, you. you know, verse 31. Yes, sir. See, that's what it's about. Because we, we, we have not got one yet that was even close but, well, the to first, the other guest. The first yeah. phrase of that verse, actually, Casey, says, what shall we say to these things? That is cool. Now, you can break it yeah. down. You can preach a series on that. What shall we say to these things? What, what are they going to say? The hawk with it. We don't care what the dang thing. What do they say? Yeah. What shall we say to these things? Yeah. God before us, who can be against us? And it's so cool that that comes that after he works all things together. For that's right. Yeah. For those I still, call though, I still missed it because I, in my mind, what I thought you were going to say was, hey, Journey, that could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's good. So I got to hear it. We're going to put you on the spot, and then we're going to get ready to sign off. Yes. Give us something. We've talked about this beautiful angelic voice from the Philippines. <laughs> oh, yeah, Give yeah, us yeah. something, something, anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Row, row, row your boat. I don't care. What is it? Is you it? know what you should sing, and this is only because we keep talking about the high school days, and, yes. and I was talking about when you could barely speak English, but you were singing. You know what song I always remember? Remember the old Ray Bolt song? Thank you. Thank you, yeah. You used to sing that one. That was, that used to be your signature song. Signature, yeah. Do you remember signature. it? Do yeah. you remember any of it? Yeah, I can remember it. If it don't, yeah. Spit, spit us a chorus or something, man. Come on. Dream I went to heaven. Yeah. You were there with me. You know the song. I woke up on the streets of gold beside the crystal sea. I heard the angels singing, someone called your name. Hey, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Well, Alan, dude, thank you. Thank you for being well, here thank today. You. Thank you. We, I, seriously, I've enjoyed the time so much, I don't even know how to put it into words. Well, Jason Sachs, primetime, 256 303 Yeah. Go out, be real, be you, be salt. Go out and love somebody today. Wow. But before you do that, love yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thanks, Alan. Thank you for thank being you here. Thank, thank you so much, Alan. We love you. Yeah. 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 And my deathbed and my journeys to a close. I need the comfort of my kin to light my way. Don't fret for my soul, please, because I found my inner peace. Won't you join me as I tarry on